Yay, Jesus. Welcome, guys. Well, we are talking about first fruits tonight, as Alex said. And I texted Pastor Jess today. She said, What's your title? I said, I don't know. You pick. So she put up on the screens a fruit fight. And I just found out about that two minutes ago. So the title of today's message is Fruit Fight. Is that not good? <laughs> That's awesome. We are going to learn how to fight with our fruit or something like that. <laughs> All right, let's just pray real quick and uh, feel his presence and then we'll carry on. Jesus, 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 we love you. We love you, Father. God, we just invite you into this room again and again and again and again. We come in here Wednesdays and Sundays and we open up our hearts and our hands, Father, and we just say, come, 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 come. Have your way, God. Touch our hearts, Father. Father, we thank you for strength and energy in the room, God. Father, I thank you for joy in the room. I thank you for breakthrough, Father. God, I thank you for strategies just being dropped from heaven right now in Jesus' name. God, I thank you for open hearts, Father, to receive. God, I thank Thank you, Father, for the spirit of excitement, God, that would have us, our hearts literally want to run, God, run, run, run towards your promises, towards the things that you're calling us to, God, run towards the altars, God, run towards church, God, run towards your people, Father. I thank you for stamina, God, stamina to run with you, Jesus, stamina to go out and harvest and bring it in and harvest again and bring it in and harvest again and bring it in. And God, we just thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father. We just give you all the glory, God, tonight. And I thank you that your words would just come through and land in the room tonight. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. We love you. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so tonight we are talking about loving on God and honoring God. And Rosh Hashanah is on Sunday. And as Pastor Alex was referring to last Wednesday and just now, we are following along in the Jewish calendar. Why? Because there are festivals that God appointed in the Old Testament, and that is programmed into the Jewish calendar that Christians now take part in. Because we are, I mean, you just really, like Pastor Alex says as well, you just have to look at the Jewish people. Fruitful, fruitful in what they're doing all over the earth, protected and blessed. And so we join in in their calendar, and Rosh Hashanah on Sunday is Rosh Hashanah, stands for, if you've heard like Teshuvah and, for, and all of these crazy names, Rosh Hashanah stands for the head of the year. So on Sunday, just to catch anybody up that's feeling confused, on Sunday is actually the start of their new year. So the reason why we're talking about first fruits tonight in preparation for Sunday's first fruit offering is because that is the new year. Right. And we're going to look at the word here because in, in Rosh Hashanah, tradition has that the Jewish people would bring forth their first fruits, their first bit of increase, the first of their harvest. And in, as we study that, you see that this is done out of deep love and passion and intimacy for God. It's not done out of a spirit of obligation. Nobody is forcing you to give to God. 
It is done, and you'll see and as you study it, and as you even look around the people of Light City who have taken part of First Fruits over the last years, that it is done out of an absolute passion and love for Father God. Now, before we move on, a word that God gave me for tonight is potent, okay? So I said, Holy Spirit, what's the word for tonight? He said, potent. Now, the definition when I looked it up of the word potent is having great effect, power, and influence. And God said, when it comes to first fruits, this is a very potent thing that we get to partake in. It has great power, effect, and influence. And now the tithe is amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'll go into a little bit later what tithe is, how it's different. But tithing is amazing. But oftentimes what happens in tithing is you pay all your bills and then you try to keep 10% back so that at the end, once everything has already been paid for that you need to take care of, you release your 10% tithe or maybe like 9, 8. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, but that is kind of what happens with tithes for a lot of people, is that it may be reserved for the end. Now, the thing with first fruits is it happens at the beginning. So your harvest comes in in the new year, and that first is given to God. It happens at the beginning. Now, before I move on, so that you don't think I'm just asking you to do this, let's dive into what the word says. So open up your Bibles to Proverbs 3, verse 9. Proverbs 3, verse 9. All right. Proverbs 3, verse 9. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth. Another translation says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. All right, that's in Proverbs. Honor the Lord with your wealth or your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Deuteronomy 26, verse 1. You don't have to go there, just follow along. Then it shall be when you enter the land which the Lord your God gives you as an inheritance and you possess it and live in it, that you shall take the first of all the produce of the ground which you bring in from your land that the Lord your God gives you and you shall put it in a basket and go to the place where the Lord your God chooses to establish his name. There it is again. Nehemiah 10:35, that they might bring first fruits of their ground and the first fruits of all the fruit off of every tree to the house of the Lord annually. Exodus 23:19, as you harvest your crops, bring the very best of the first harvest to the house of the Lord your God. And Leviticus 23, when you enter the land I'm giving you and you harvest its first crops, bring a bundle of grain from the first cutting of your grain. This is a permanent tradition for you and it must be observed from generation to generation. So we can see in the Old Testament that they recognized God as their source and they were very familiar with how God related to their harvest. Okay, 
one, two, three, four, five parts of the Bible right there, and there are more that discuss first fruits. But so we're all on the same page about God's intention for our first harvest. Now, you may be wondering how that applies to you, because on Sunday, you do not have to bring in a fruit basket and lay it at the altar. You can figure this out quite easily. What is the first that comes into you as a part of the new year? Now, take it up with the Lord, whether that's, I personally do first paycheck. You don't have to do that. You can ask the Lord, what does my first look like if you're not on a paycheck system in your work, then you can ask the Lord, what does it look like? What are the first bits of my increase in the new year? And what does that look like? Just as a testimony, last first fruits, I got a number in my head and I walked over to the soundboard where my husband was and I said, this is what I'm feeling from the Lord. We were in a time where he was dumping everything, every dime he made back into our business. And I was working for not a lot of money last year. And we, I, I went from that corner of the room back to the soundbar. I said, this is what I feel. He's like, this, that's exactly what I feel because, you know, husbands and wives are always on the same page all the time. <laughs> Not. <laughs> uh, but that time we were flowing. And that is the amount that we gave. We were both not on paychecks at the time. We just asked the Lord, what is our faith offering that you want us to give in our first fruit season? And I would encourage you to make it practical like that for you and to take it up before the Lord and ask. All right, so I want to go through in 20 minutes some potent elements, since that's our word from the Lord, of first fruit offerings, okay? And just some key points about what this fruit fight <laughs> is, is all about. All right, so number one, first fruits is about giving to God, okay? It's not about giving to a church. This is where we practically bring our first fruits, but we're bringing it to God. Right. You have to have that in your heart or else Satan will lie to you. Like, the light's already on in the church. <laughs> They're fine. Do we really need X, Y, and Z? Yes, but regardless, this is about you bringing to God. Everyone on the same page? Yeah. It is a practical way of saying, I am putting God first. It is a practical way of saying, I would like to bring something of honor to the Lord. Now, when, I don't know about you, but with the little people in my life right now, if they see something they like, like on my phone or you know, one of them said to me that she was going through a tea party phase. So, of course, like my Amazon cart is just filled <laughs> with the things that she's mentioned that she would enjoy. Picnic baskets and tea parties and, and then clothing. Oh, I like those shoes. Okay, you can have them too. Now, we see, now how about when you're first in a relationship? You're first dating somebody, you will buy them anything. Tickets to the most expensive concert, whatever they want. They want a motorized scooter, skateboard thingy, Caleb. And, and you're just like, yeah, whatever. I will pay for it because you're in love. 
And when these little people say, oh, I want to have a tea party, you're in love. For, so for some reason, it bypasses your fear. You don't think about what's in your bank account. You just think, I love this person, and I want to pour out, and all consciousness leaves, and you do whatever they want because you're in love. Now, we've all experienced that, and honestly, you can honestly say, if you can think about an experience like that, you just want to bring them joy. You know, for especially with the little people example, they can't give me anything in return. They can't buy me anything in return. But you just love them so much that you want to give without any expectation of return, and it bypasses your fear. Now, that is what this looks like. This thing with God, I am using my money to bless God. Not trying to get use God to bless my money. I am trying to just bless the Lord. This is going to him. That's how you have to view this. This is going to him. First fruits is about saying, I don't want to be involved in anything that he's not involved in. And sowing accordingly. I don't want this year. I don't want to be involved, God. No business, no job, no nothing that you're not involved in. So I would like to just pour out my love and my gratitude to you right now. Again, guys, not because we need to, because he's not going to bless us if we don't. It's not like a robotic thing, which we always talk about here. It's truly a love relationship. This is an opportunity to sow into his dream and his vision. Now, when missionaries come, they will show you pictures and cast vision and share testimonies and show you, you know, video clips of all these wonderful orphanages and all the things that they're doing. And then they ask for support and we're all in, right? In First Fruits Offering, pretend like God's here as a missionary and he's casting vision and he says I want the lost found and I want the lame to walk and I want the blind to see and I want I want families restored I want that dad back in the house with his kids I want addiction broken I want and he's casting this vision and you are kind of seeing that on the screen and have an opportunity to take part in the vision in the father's mission and vision Of course now it comes flying back to you. The boomerang effect that Joe was talking about at offering time. Of course, of course, he's, Tori texted me today and said, he's a too good to be true God. Because you're always on his heart. So it comes flying back to you. And anytime you sow a seed, you are literally planting seeds in the field of your life. And you will see a harvest like, like Joe said. Now, God is not mocked when a man sows. He will reap. God is not mocked. When you sow, you will reap. So with your first fruits offering, you can expect bounty. It said in that verse that we were in, um, in Proverbs, then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. Now, first fruits says God is my source. In tithing, it's like God is my partner. 
So in business, it's, you know, God is my partner, my day-to-day, the blessings that you're seeing, the jobs that you're getting, the cars that you're driving, all of this stuff. But there's just something about first fruits that says God is my source and he takes care of the extra. With first fruits, you're coming from abundance. Okay? Now, if you're at the if you're at a fork in your road in the road and you're asking, should I do something, God? Ask yourself, am I doing this for love or from love? Am I doing this for abundance or from abundance? Am I doing this for power or from power? And when you're at that fork in the road, I truly believe with first fruits especially, take the heart position. I'm doing this from my abundance. Not for, but I'm doing it from my abundance. God, you've given me. The first comes in, whatever it may be. The first of the new year comes in, and you right away say, from this abundance, God, I'm going to sow it, and I'm stepping into the world of abundance that God's created. Stepping into the world of blessing that God created the earth to be in order in, and we're moving away from that lack mentality, that lack mindset, and saying, like Psalm 119 says, deal with your servant bountifully, bountifully, that I might keep your word. Deal with your servant bountifully so that I might keep your word. When you reap, (laughs) you break cycles of lack in the earth. Your abundance breaks cycles of lack in the land. Now, God has not, is not asking us to, to do anything that he did not do himself. It's modeled by the Father, and he's a true leader because of that. It's modeled by the Father. He, what did he sow? Jesus. He had everything. Yet he sowed, and what did he harvest? Us. God had it all, yet he gave and he harvested the world. He modeled that for us. He modeled this for us, right? He mo- you guys know this. When you give to someone, you feel great. If you're sad, who can I help? It works. When you see them respond and smile, it snaps that depression out of you. Who can I help? Religion says that I need to make it happen, that I need to strive and perform and make it happen, but under that grace, he is our supply. He is our supply. All right, and last point I have, so just let me, sorry, I got a little carried away. The first one, (laughs) the note people are like, no. (laughs) The first one is, The first fruit is all about giving to God. The second point was that we come from abundance. Okay. Three was that it was modeled by the Father. And the last one, and then we'll close. It's a reminder to our flesh that money does not have our affection. It's a deeply potent act that establishes Jesus as your first love. It's a deeply potent act to remind yourself that you're not in love with money. 
Money is not the root of evil, but the love of it is. And first fruits is an opportunity to remind your flesh that you do not love money, that you love your God, and that you believe in the miracles that he's doing in the earth. You believe in the dreams that he has. You believe in the vision that he has. Furthermore, you believe in what he's placed in you and that you are a divine pipeline for him, a divine pipeline for you, Lord God, until all the families of the earth are blessed in Jesus' name. So I just encourage you this Sunday, and Pastor Jess, you can come on up. I just encourage you this Sunday. Number one, come running into this place. Running into this place, like with that heart of excitement about giving your best for God. Come running in. Come running in. Literally, if you have to encourage yourself, jog the parking lot into the building. Come running in with the heart of excitement. And number two, as part of Teshiva and Rosh Hashanah, I would encourage you to make it plain. Write down what God is doing through you and what you see him doing through you in the coming year. And make it plain. Like that faith agreement that Tori had me do. Make it plain. Put it before your eyes. Write it all down. Somebody said today, write down 300 things that you want for your Teshiva list. 300. Why? Not because we're greed, and this is all about our harvest. We talked about it. It's all about God and all about the things that he's doing through you. And those things are vital. There's people that would not enter this place without your anointing going out there and causing breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray that your life was impacted by this service and you are able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus or you've known about him but been far from him. We wanna give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on the cross so that you could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. If you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then just repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me. I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my Savior and my Lord. Help me believe in you and love you every day and help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. I commit to live for you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you have just made to make Jesus the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey. And most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we would love to send you with some easy steps on where to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. 
If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you, and we look forward to hearing from you real soon.